What's going on, Golf Addicts? Welcome to the 2024 Genesis Invitational DFS DraftKings Preview. Tiger is hosting. Tiger is playing. He just released his weird new clothing line. We're not here to talk about that, but we are here to talk about DraftKings DFS plays for the Genesis Invitational presented to you by our friends at Swanee's. Boy, big shout out to our friends at Swanee's for keeping us warm, keeping us dry at the Waste Management while we were there on site during all the cold, you know, wet, rainy, windy days at TPC Scottsdale without our Swannies, we would not have been as comfy as we as we were or as handsome and good looking without our Swannies either. And you can be as handsome and good looking if you click the link in the description, use code TJ25, you get 25% off your entire order. And you can use it over and over again. You can buy clothes for yourself. You can buy clothes for your wife. They got lovely ladies clothes on Swannies and also juniors. So if you got a little junior golfer in your life, Get, get them some swannies. Get them looking good. Have them stand out. Don't put them in, you know, the same old thing that every, other, every little little junior butthole out there is wearing. Put them in something mm -hmm. special. Make them feel unique. You know what I mean? Click the link in the description, swannies. Code TJ25 for 25% off. Pat, uh, we did a little bit of our waste management breakdown and recap uh, from our experience. Told some funny stories. Told our precious moments, remember? I do Couple remember. Precious yeah. Moments. Yeah. Uh, so I don't want to get into all that. Uh, is there anything we, we missed that you just really, and also we'll probably cover some of that stuff on the Thursday show, but anything else that you just got to get off your chest about our experience at the waste management? No, I think we, you know, we can wait until the Thursday show. I think we talked about a lot. I've got a few, um, I've got a few things that I think we missed, but we'll, we'll talk about on the Thursday show. Okay. Um, the, the DFS week for me was, uh, I felt like it could have been better. I, I was very close it's very close, DB, to having a really good week, but I didn't. So, you know, I I didn't enter a single lineup, and it wasn't intentional. We were just so busy, and I was at DK Sportsbook two nights leading up to it, and we were just firing on bets. I just forgot to even go into my. I, I think that's the thing. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I, I kind of feel like when I'm in a legal state, I would rather just throw out regular bets and props and all that good stuff. Isn't it funny how though you can be in a sportsbook like that? where it's legal and you just immediately want to fire off bets and you, yes. but you don't even have to use the kiosks that are in there. No, you, you can just use your app. Yeah. Anyway. But you still like, feel like I got to do this. I got, I got yeah. this game up over here. I'm going to live bet that. Like yeah. it just, it just, uh, it's, it's something different being in, inside of a, a yeah. live sport in a, in a sports book. So I liked it. Yeah. Uh, from a DFS standpoint overall though, uh, it was not a great week for the chalk other than Scotty and Justin Thomas. You had Xander and Victor Hovland withdrew kind of the last minute. Uh, there was a lot of Scotty, JT. Both of them were averaged, averaged at around 38% ownership. So this is a good lesson to learn. Like, And and both of them were worth it. I mean, Scheffler ended up being in the perfect lineup, probably a little better, but JT scored plenty of points, you know, did enough for his price. Um to you know that you were fine if you played him but both those guys at 38 plus percent ownership on average and both would have been fine plays to have but really in terms of the chalk those were really the only two that you kind of needed um the rest of them you could do without so you just had to nail the right chalk the pm am wave had a three shot advantage after round one was just so cold washed out rainy we were there 
Um, it was a big disadvantage if you were an AM PM guy. Um, Daddies were even talking about it. I mean, Daddies, it was, yeah, it was not fun. We were there in the midst of it on, on Thursday. It was not fun. It was definitely a disadvantage. Uh, the perfect lineup had you put it together would have obviously been the two men in the playoffs, Nick Taylor and Charlie Hoffman. Also, Scotty Scheffler. Sam Burns continues to play well, find himself near the top of leaderboards. My boy, Andrew Novak, old Husky Novak. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I can't, I'm so mad at myself. I didn't even, I wasn't even on Mav McNeely coming out of nowhere. We saw Mav grinding on Wednesday. He had like three coaches and a, and a darn flight scope around him. And he was like pissed. And it just goes to show you, like, you I just still never threw a bet down in the sports book. I had him at 40 to one to finish top five. He finished six. Good for you. I mean, I thought he was <laughs> he lost. Uh, you would have scored 706 points. You, you would have only spent 47.6K of your salary. Your total ownership with those guys, obviously because like Hoffman was nothing. Novak was nothing. Your total ownership only would have been about 38% with Scheffler eating up about 38 of that. Uh, and that was one guy from the 11K being Scheffler, uh, 9K range, Sam Burns, 7K and 3 6K players. So that's a little bit of the DFS breakdown for this year's waste management. Um, all right, let's move on. Let's talk about the Genesis Invitational. I, I did share my screen and uh, on the betting show, talked a little bit about the golf course, Riviera, since I didn't get to do a course breakdown uh, video this week with some of the travel going on. But um, I do want to share, I, I do want to share my model, Pat, because I didn't do that in the last video. Can I show my model a little bit? Can I just flash it just a tad? Yeah, let's, let's see that. Just the, uh, just a, like a side boob action. Yeah, just a little, maybe a little top boob. I'll show you the top end of the model. Yeah. So let me sort it before we get here. A little top boob. Just a little top. Just that's standard. You know, top boob is just standard. That's just regular cleaving, cleavage. You remember in the 80, uh, 80s and 90s when you got some side boob with a MILF at the pool? It, it no, was like, no, because I was, I was not, I was. I was prepubescent in the 80s and early 90s and mid 90s. Sorry, I was not. But when you got that first side boob action from a mom that was hot, I mean, you were things happened to you. I mean, things yes, that, okay, yeah. I'm, yeah, we anyway, we all know what those are. Okay, let's get this. Let's get that side boob action that you got on your screen here. First of all, uh some great new features added over the weekend in terms of live uh, live stats, live strokes, gain data being pulled in every 10 minutes updating on the bet the number site. And you can also look at it side by side with live uh, odds coming in from DraftKings. So that was that was a lot of fun to look at this weekend. Be on the lookout for that starting Thursday. You got a 70 man field. I, I guess you could say there's a cut um, 50 guys and guys within 10 shots of the lead will play into the weekend. Everybody else will take their ball and go home. Thanks to tiger's rules. So that's awesome. Uh, may, might be a little bit of a cut. Could only be two guys. Could be, could be 20 guys. Could, could be two. It'll be interesting to see how that works. But uh, you know, at Riv, we, we know Riv, right? You got to do everything. Well, everything, but maybe drive it. Perfect. You really don't, you can get away with spraying it a little bit at Riv, I think ball speed and being able to hit it further, if you look at past champions here, which we talked about and kind of keys to success on the betting show, all of them have ball speed. Um, approach play is obviously key from these certain distances. I have it broken down in the model between fairway and rough. I want to see both. Uh, and I have fairway near double the weight based on uh, bet the numbers uh, calculations the last four years and approach shots 
from those key proximity ranges and where they come from. Same thing around the green. You have kind of some short grass chipping, but you also have that Kikuya rough that you got to navigate. You've obviously got the Kikuya. Poa. Yep, you got the Poa putting surfaces. Uh, I got a little tee to green riv and then no bogues, baby. Bogey avoidance. You know, that's what I got. That's what I'm rocking with. And obviously, number one in the model is the same man who is the highest price golfer at 11.5. That is Scotty Scheffler. And for probably pretty good reason, that brings us to the top of the uh, of the range here on DraftKings. So we got Scotty Scheffler. Rory's back in action. All the way down to Jordan Spieth at 9K. Let's talk chalk. I think there's two players for sure going to be chalk. Scotty is going to be one. Yes. I, I said this on the betting show. Like It does feel like I, we keep having this run of long shots, but it does feel like we're going to get a shorter winner at a big-time event like this with tougher scoring. But it also just feels like it's just a, it's, it's, it's a numbers game. Like Scotty continues to just play so much better than everybody else with the exception of a couple of things, small holes or what, whatever it is that he he can't quite get done, but it just feels like it's inevitable. So I think a lot of people are going to small holes. You know, I meant like small what? holes in the boat, like just little things here and there. I mean, he's kind of fixed the putting. I mean, the putting <laughs> just like... better. You know, I, mean, not... <laughs> I don't know where that came. <laughs> Producer Tony says Pat's Pat's horned up tonight. He's rocked out. He's rocked out. Golly, dude, get your mind out of the gutter. Okay. Sorry. I mean, I don't know. You keep trying saying to talk about a godly man in Scotty Scheffler. Okay. And you're, you're getting weird. You're, you're thinking <laughs> about his small orifices. I didn't say it. Pat, did. If you had to stand up right now, would you have to use your book bag to cover, to cover no, yourself? I could stand up fully. I could stand up fully. Um, What if I said Jake Knapp? What if I said Jake Knapp? Jake. I can't stand up. <laughs> I can't stand up when you say that. So I think Scotty, he's not in the field either, so we don't have to worry about it. Yeah, Scotty's going to be chalky. Justin Thomas is going to be chalky. As good as he's playing with the record here at 9,100, it's a clear soft price on JT. His betting odds have steamed shorter. Those two for sure. And it's the same two guys that, you know, if you ate the chalk last week, they paid off. I already mentioned that. I'm not sure what to think of the rest of – the chalk. I mean, Rory has obviously played Riv really well, fits this place really well. He was the highest owned player, I believe, last year. When I went and looked back, I dumped a lot of past year's DFS data into the Discord. But, you know, coming off of lackluster 66th at the Pebble Beach deal, and, uh, I mean, I know he won in Dubai. I wonder what people are going to do with him. I think people are still going to play him. I mean, why wouldn't you? Pebble Beach is so different than than Riv. I just don't know to what extent. Then you had the late withdrawals from Hovland and, and uh, Shawfle last week. You had Max Homa, two events in a row, not really playing well. Cantlay's not been playing well. Ludwig's never played here before. Spieth is Spieth. So it, it makes me think that the next possible popular play could be Morikawa. Do you see that, or what do you think? I think Morikawa is going to be – he's going to be some decent chalk. I, I kind of feel like fading Kawa this week. I don't um, know what we what 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 it is. Like, I don't – Well – We haven't really seen a lot of greatness out of Morikawa this, this year. Yeah. Um, if, if, if all were around the same ownership, who would you play between Cantlay – Kawa, Homa, 
and let's say Hovland right there. Well, let's include Xander. Like those five or those, what is that? Yeah, those five in the middle there. I think I'd probably play Cantley. Really? And I think Homa is going to be chalk. Yeah, you think? I, I think despite the fact, the you know what we saw the last couple of weeks with the miscut T sixty six at Pebble Beach, I think there's going to be some folks kind of ignoring that a little bit, and he's going to be he's going to be chalky. I mean, the first thing that people tend to look at when they're doing their research and picking their lineups is history. It's like I mean, it's just it's just where their eyeballs are going to go, and you're going to see that with Max with Max Homa, and that's where you're going to see some of the the ownership come to. So I, I think he is going to be a little bit chalky and I feel like Cantlay is going to, you know, he's going to be a little bit of the odd man out up here in this range between like Victor Homa, Colin and Cantlay. Obviously folks are going to do some aggressive lineup building with, uh, most of the field playing the weekend. Um, I, I, I would venture to say, unless there's just really weird stuff that happens, like I would venture to say that if you don't go into the weekend with six of six, you're probably screwed. So I don't know how much cash I'll be playing, but because uh, there's very little leverage there. But um, I think Cantlay's the fade for me. I think he's the one I would actually fade. I, I don't see it, it's concerning that we haven't seen Cantlay have a positive iron week since the tour championship. Right? Like that's his thing. His thing is ball striking and we've not seen it. So he comes into this event in some of the worst ball striking form, if not the worst he's, he's come into it with. He's also not putting well. I don't, I'm not interested in Cantley. If they're all the same ownership, I, I think I might lean Morikawa or I, I do agree. Homa could be interesting. Well, I'm factoring in a little bit of this that I think Cantlay is going to be the lowest zone. A little lower. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, I think in a field like this, this strong, like I mentioned last week, it's happened here at the Waste Management as well. Oh, I was going to talk about that. I, I do think having some of the chalk is necessary, although I will say in the last two years, um, let me make sure I read this right. In the last two years, only five, let's see, only five players. No, I don't know. I forgot what I was looking at. I just totally blanked there. I don't know. Forget it. F that. Forget that whole section. Yeah. Five players. Five players exist in exist here somewhere. In this range. You, you, you're going to have to play these guys. You just got to pick the right combo because some of these boys are going to hit, you know, a big, a big group. I do miss Joaquin Neiman here, man. God, I miss Neiman. And you're all over the place. Let's focus. I miss focus. him so much. No, he's, 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 uh, he's a past winner here two years ago. The past two winners, both playing live now. It's just, it's sad. This is, this could be a, so, such a better. How, speaking of live, how did he follow up his win at the, at Vegas? That's another thing, by the way. Live Vegas. I thought they were going to like light it up. Their scores weren't that high. I agree. I thought they were going to crush that. Do they reason. have windmills and stuff like in the in the way on a like windmills? Windmill. <laughs> is it a meal that comes via wind? <laughs> windmills. It's like Uber Eats, but on the wind. Do they have those on the golf course? 
in I Vegas. Like you gotta. I didn't get to watch very much of that, to be honest with you. Neiman finished 33rd. He had a rough final round. He was six under, and then he shot four over on the final round. We'll have to talk about this also on the Thursday okay. show. Um, <laughs> another person you didn't talk about at all is Jordan Spieth. Um, 9,000, I, I feel like, I don't know. To me, he's a little bit of a fade this week. I, I just don't think this is a course that he feels that comfortable on that he's he hasn't shown he hasn't done well on t15 is the best he's ever finished in the last five years yeah i'm fine not playing jordan i i, I would i will be very interested in ludwig's trend in ownership when the uh when the aggregated from four to five different websites uh, owner ownership spreadsheet hits the Discord on on Tuesday and Wednesday, I'll be interested to see Ludwig because I, I would like to play him. I mean, we didn't talk about betting him outright, but I would like to play him this week as long as he's not uber chalk. But I think, by the way, he was on. All right, speaking of me listening, old guy Pat listening to PGA Tour Radio, he was on there today because. Um, I can't remember who it was, was live on the range or whatever. And so he just walked up and sat down and talked. Everybody says his name wrong. And they get it, they get it wrong in so many different ways. Like he he said it's not bear at the end. It's Berg. It's not bear. Like he said, like he compared it to some hockey player. Like, I don't know. Like I, these Swedish people or whatever, they they love some hockey. And he was like, you don't say so and so bear at the end of their name. So everybody wants to call him O Bear. That's people, not it. At, that's not it at all. People just try to sound fancy, man. People try to sound fancy. It's Berg. Just go with Berg, like anybody. Like else. I've been saying the whole time. Yeah, I mean, but it's the, yeah. You're right. Is it O Berg or A Berg? It, no, it is. There is an O. It's like O Berg. Over. I'm still not doing that part. But there's not an O bear. Like I feel like everybody wants to say O bear. Where did that come from? It's people trying to be fancy. Well, I like Oberg. I like Oberg. I like him here. I like the price. I may just play him regardless. I really like it. Okay. Um, I also think I'm I might just go all in on Scotty. I think I mean if he was 38% last week. In a short field, in a limited field with virtually most of the field playing the weekend, he's gonna he's gonna push fifty. Yeah, he'll be he'll be up there and probably for. And I, I and I think it's crazy for me because you never like to take the top guy. I, I feel like in nine years that we've been Scotty doing, Scotty is just like he he is he just keeps on coming, buddy. He is. If Corey were ten percent owned, would you play him? Yes. <sighs> yes. I would have to really be convinced that's real. Because I could see, I I don't know in what world that's real, but yeah, I mean. You, I mean, if we're taking ownership. If you have a 10% Rory and a 40% Scheffler, you, 30%, like you have to play Rory in that scenario. 100%. Scheffler is not that much better than Rory, and you get that kind of leverage. But if they're anywhere close, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine just playing Sheffield. I do think with this field and and some strategy, you could you could certainly fit a Rory Scheffler lineup in. Can you? Are you sure about that? Let me see. 
I don't I'm think just, you can. That may just be my mouth talking. That I think that I mean maybe you can. I'm I'm not I'm not good at maths, but may, maybe maybe right, you go on to the next thing you're gonna okay, say. You, I'm gonna go ahead and say yes, you can. You can. But it is not pretty. I, I I myself would not do it. I'm gonna pick one or the other. All right. Okay. AK range is full of what I'm guessing is chalk based on what we're already seeing in the early steaming uh outright markets um i think the chalk is going to be clearly sam burns sahith the gala and adam scott uh, burns and scott have steamed a ton in the outright odds already on monday sahith's kind of stayed in the same spot but I, I still think people are enjoying playing sahith loves love the guy california west coast connection you know played well at the waste management had a chance had a chance to win the century uh, won his first event in California in the fall. Checks plenty of boxes. I think those three are going to be popular. I don't know if any of them are worth the Uber chalk because if I could have gotten my brain synapses to fire properly earlier when I like forgot what I was talking about, I know that basically what I was going to say is most of the time the chalk has not worked out here from a DFS standpoint. Most of the chalk has not worked out. You've just had to have a couple of guys get it right and then the rest of it you could happily fade. I'm... I'm fine betting Sam Burns, Adam Scott, Thagala, but if those three are as chalky as I project them probably to be, then I might fade all of them. If not, you know, maybe just one or two of them. Do you uh, do you agree on 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 those calls, the chalk calls, or and what would you do? No, I agree on the chalk calls. I do think if if I will still play Sam Burns even if he's chalky, I, I just don't see where I would pivot off of them. I mean, maybe up to Fleetwood, but I don't think I want to do that. Like I'd, I'd rather just go Sam Burns there. Um, you know, it triggered in my memory that I forgot I had him outright a few years ago when he finished third. Um, Burns. Yeah. You don't remember that? No. I think that was the year Max Homa won. Yeah. Homa. I had, I had Homa. Yeah. You had Homa and I had Burns. And I had Neiman. And you, and, yeah, but I do think um, I'll still play a chalky Burns. Um, I like I'm definitely him. not playing a chalky Adam Scott. I that, that is no, I am. I don't. Want my to. life worked out as much as I, he loves Riv, as much good as he's playing. That has never once in my life worked out. Hundred percent agree. I'm not. I don't think I want to play a chalky um, Adam Scott. I think you though could pivot though to a guy like Wyndham Clark, even though I never Clark get him is my night. favorite pivot. Um, I love the Wyndham Clark play. He's my favorite. What about Pitsy? What can we ever do with Pitsy? He's such a good player, but he just... I mean, I don't know, like... There's not many times when I want to click his name to put him in my lineups. Uh, well, yeah. You should have done it last week when I faded him. You finished 15th. Um, I... I... Uh... The, the iron play with Fitzy's been bad. He he's had uh, that's one, the thing about one him. good yeah. finish here, and he did the it with stats a short don't show for him ever, they or don't. at least recently. But he just yeah. kind of he'll he'll grind his way out, and like now he's coming off of a top fifteen. I don't know. 
Yeah, I I don't love it. I'm I'm hoping Clark gives me some decent leverage. And I'll tell you this, and this pains me to say. It pains me to say. I I may play Tony Fino. I may play Tony Finau, who I played. I've already played a couple times this year. He's already hurt me. But God, Tony loves this place. He does. He and does. I think he probably putts better here than any other course anywhere, if you look over the, the long-term record he has here. He's had some spike putting weeks here, three out of the last five at, po, uh, at, at uh, Riv. And the putter has been his problem in 2024. It's been awful, awful. But he's hitting it fine. He's hitting it better than fine. I mean, gained seven strokes with the irons at Torrey, gained 3.1 at Pebble. I mean, and and this is, you know, Pebble's a little more, I mean, it, it, it's not going to have him hitting the mid and long irons. We're not going to have everybody else hitting those. So, like, it's harder for him to gain, gain a little bit of an edge there, whereas Riv is going to test you through the middle and the back end of your bag and iron play. And I think that's where Tony continues to separate himself and and maybe people are just off it a little bit. I, I don't know. I don't know what to think of Tony, but but I do think he's a him and Clark are probably my favorite pivots here. If you think I'm not blowing Tommy Lad Fleetwood, <laughs> you don't know me, sir or ma'am. Uh, speaking of Tommy, he's in this range. I don't know, man. I, I'm not playing Tommy. I'm not betting him. This is the first week in God knows how long that that I haven't that I'm not interested, which means he's gonna win. He's gonna win. Right? Are you playing Tommy? Like we're gonna see Tommy at like nine percent, which is pretty low, pretty low right. for a seventy yeah, man field we'll event. See. I think it's time to move on to the seven K range. Um, okay, we can do that. Before we do that, uh, Underdog just released the majors best ball drafts. People, majors best ball draft. They just started the season long best ball drafts. Hopefully, you got into all those. I did a ton of content around that. We loved it. There's a whole thread in the Discord about it. Uh, but now they've got the majors underdog best ball drafts. They've uh, and I'm sure there'll be more. But right now they've got the three dollar little albatross and the ten dollar albatross. Five hundred thousand in prizes on the ten dollar albatross. That is sick. So there's obviously some things that you have to do to be prepared for that. But you can do them and have an edge. Put in the time, have an edge. Go to underdog, make it happen. And the best part is. The best ball stuff is legal in most every state in the U.S. So check it out if you have not already. Click the link in the description. If uh, if you've not joined Underdog before, you can scan the QR code on the screen here on YouTube. And uh, when you click the link or if you use code JUNKIES at checkout, you also get a 100% deposit match bonus up to $100. That can be used for best ball drafts or their pick'em contest if that's legal in your state. We always like to take advantage of some pick'ems as the uh, live rounds go on every single week. So Underdog doing the dang thing. The PGA Tour season-long best ball drafts were a huge hit. They 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 made them. They filled them. They made them again. They filled them again. It was great. And the best ball stuff is so much fun. You just draft, and then you can kind of set it and forget it, and it's done. Uh, so the major stuff is coming. Check out our friends at, best, uh, at Underdog doing the best ball thing. All right, 7K range. I think this is going to be a little spread out here. I don't think we're going to have as much chalk, but – the only names I wrote down are in terms of potential chalk guesses here. Rasmus Hoygaard, just because stud almost won. You mean for, Nikolai? Sorry, Nikolai. Why did I say Rasmus? Man, Why, where did Rasmus come from? He hadn't been on the. 
Yeah, I don't know. Where, do you, where do you come up with these things? My, Why don't you pay thing. attention like I, I do? I will say this. I have to wake up. I don't I didn't confess this yet, but I have to wake up super early in the morning. Mm-hmm. And before, but I did not sleep well last night. I did not sleep well at all. I got four hours of sleep last night. So before I started the show, I took some sleep medication. Before did you started, really? Yeah, I actually took it before the betting show. So I took it. Why would you do that? Almost two hours ago. Because normally when I do the show, when we finish, it does, like it doesn't matter. I will be super jacked up. And I can't, I can't like go straight to bed and just close my eyes and go to sleep. And so I was like, was I, it I, like some melatonin or like actual like subscription right. stuff? This is the good stuff. I took. Yeah, I took, you, like, I took we might need to hurry up because you, I, I think there's a time starting limit. To feel, <laughs> I, I am actually starting limit. to feel a little weird. To yeah, honest. there's a time limit on this, and we like yeah. <laughs> Tony just put in the in the chat here. We're racing against the clock. We are truly <laughs> racing against the clock. Yeah. Although it would be good because I've done this before, but that's because I was hammered, passed out on a show. Yeah, um, I, I just, I just have all to of a sudden sure. your head just is going to go. Yeah, I, I have to make <laughs> sure I sleep tonight. I have to, and <laughs> okay, so that's why I did it. Well, let's not let's 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 be efficient. I will tell you this: my legs are feeling weak. I do not feel like I have the legs of a lesbian right now. Right. I feel like you're not Tom I Kim. Feel like they could go at any minute. Um, so in the seven K range, I think Nikolai Hoygaard is going to get a little attention. And these other three names, but I but I don't think any of them are going to be so chalky. But it's Hostler. A bunch of people actually played Hostler last week. I think Hostler. He's cheap. He's right at seven k. I think. Uh, I think Hideki. And I think, and I think Nick Taylor at seventy two hundred. I think people are going to play those four. Do you think I'm missing anybody, or you think I'm, am I off base on any of those? No, I think you're right. I think Nick Taylor is going to. There's going to be a lot of people that play him. Um, I think I should have mentioned Willie Z. I think Willie Z. I think uh, there's potential for Hideki because nobody has seen Hideki at 7,400 in a while. That is true. That is that does feel. They're going to be right. like, wait a second, Hideki Matsuyama, a yeah. name I know, who's played well name, here, and he's played well here. He's played played well recently, really, for the most yeah. part. T13. I think Hideki 40. is going to have some have some chalk. Um, I agree with you, Nikolai, and I think I think Willie Z just because of what we saw at the Farmers with the top fifteen there, um, and he's had he has a good history here. Um, now, I will say this: like Hostler is another one that like I feel like, and this is one reason I want to bet him outright. The way this season has gone, Hostler could win this week. Yeah, and so even if he is chalky, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and play him. I think Hostler. I just feel like Hostler is the next name in the in the in the line of names this year that have won. So I'm going to go with Hostler. I mean, I I could see it. I could totally see it. Um, Hoygaard may be tough for me to avoid. It just depends on how chalky he is. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't love a lot of pivots here. I, Cam Davis is always enticing to me. What about Se- Eric Cole? He's never played here before. Yeah, th- this range is very chalk dependent. I actually have a little more. I have stronger feelings on guys in the six k than I do in the seven k. 
Well, I, I do like Denny McCarthy, by the way. We didn't talk about him at all in the betting show, but I, I do think Denny is one that you should look at this week. I mean, the guy has not played bad this year. T26 at Pebble, T22 at the at the WM Phoenix Open. Top 15 last year at this golf event. I, I think Denny is worthy of a play, and I don't know what his ownership's going to be. I would bet he's probably going to be like 6 7%. So I think Denny is, is one that I'm looking at as well. Um, you know, a guy that we know is just an, an, you know, a fantastic putter. He's gained put gained strokes and putting in every single event he's been in this year, but his around the green play was very good at the WM last week. His approach was very good at the WM last week. Um, T to green, very good. So I, I think, I think Denny is, is certainly one that I would look at that I think is, is going to be lower owned than you typically see Denny in a, a regular like event. I don't want Denny. I don't like Denny. I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm, I'm going to have some sleep medicine talking. I'm going to have to phone a friend. From here on out, if I disagree with any of your plays, I'm just going to say it's the sleep okay. medicine talking. Um. All right. Let's get to the 6K draft and button this up before I pass out or just okay. say say weird stuff. Um. Before we do that, thanks to our friends at Bet the Number. Don't forget to check out Bet the Number. Link is in the description. It is the newest, hottest on the streets golf data uh analytics tool custom model tool um best one you can find right now and they just added live live uh, stroke gain stats coming directly in live every 10 minutes once tournament play starts on thursday they rolled that out for the waste management it was a lot of fun you can see it next to the live DraftKings odds if you want to fire live on somebody tremendous stuff coming out of the team at bet the number and if you click the link in the description and you use code TJ, you get $5 off the monthly and $50 off the annual subscriptions. Plus, you get a seven-day free trial to give it a shot. Just try it. Just give it a shot. Try the custom model. It is as custom a model as custom models get. Okay? I showed a little bit of it today on this show at the beginning. Uh, you can do strokes gained from those key proximity ranges, which I did, from different surfaces, which is fantastic. All that good stuff is on Bet the Number. Uh, great look back features too, to be able to go back and see other tournaments from years past and incoming form and course history and stats that guys were checking when they got there. Uh, really cool look back features. Click the link, use the code. But also remember, if you're in the, if you're a paying member in the Tour Junkies Discord, you can DM myself or Pat. We will give you a one-time use unique code to give you the best deal anywhere on the internet for an annual subscription to bet the number. Um, just email us or, D or DM us on Discord. Let us know. We'll send you that unique code, and uh, you can have it for the next year and watch it blow the hell up. So thanks to our friends at Bet the Number. Links in the description. 6K draft. Pat, I'm going to start. Kurt Kitayama. Love him. I, I knew that's where you're going to go first. Love him at 6,900. Loved him last week. He was on the betting card. The uh, uh, bombs it. Great, great. Gain, gaining strokes off the tee. The mid-irons and long-irons for Kurt Kitayama is where we want it. He's going to get more of those opportunities here at Rift to separate himself from the field more so than even Scottsdale uh, and definitely like places like Pebble. So uh, I'm going Kitayama. All right. I like it. Um, I will go with Tom Hoagie. Uh, just, I mean, look, like that. The, the guy's playing fantastic this year. Um, top 20s in his last two events. T15 last year in 2023. Uh, Tom Hoagie, uh, will be my play there. A guy we didn't talk about on the betting show, but we talked about him this morning in the first look, uh, show in the, in the discord, you know, got some experience around here, best finish only a T 21, but playing really nice 
looking kind of like his vintage ball striking self, Emiliano Grillo. Um, you know, T7 at the Sony, T20 at Torrey Pines, T22 last week, and the putter is showing some some pop. You love to see it. Uh, in fact, gained four and a half strokes at the POA at Pebble Beach. That is very interesting to see from Emiliano Grillo. So I'll, I'll take Grillo. All right. I will go with Taylor Montgomery at 6,800. Another, you know, best putter in the field, really. Um, I think, you know, he, he's a guy who's definitely trending. He's had, you know, made the cut in his last, what, five events that I've got. Looking, I'm looking in front, in front of me. Um, top 40s and two of them, top 15s and two of them. So Taylor Montgomery, I'll go with him. Um, I, I like this guy a lot, especially Pat. I, I built a, um, while you were talking earlier, I built a Rory and Scheffler stack mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it includes Kitayama, Tom Hoagie, and this guy at 6,300, a guy who disappointed a few people, including me last week at his hometown event, Kevin Yu at 6,300. He was on the wrong side of the draw, missed the cut by two shots. Uh, could not get up and down from from places. Um, but a T6 at the Farmers at, at Torrey, which is a perfect spot for him. This guy hits it really hard, averaging 181 ball speed right now uh, since 2024 got kicked off. So, you know, he's a first-timer at Riv, but I think you was in play at 6,300. I don't mind it. Okay. Um, I'll go with Cbez here at 6,700. Um, also playing very well this year, had that second place finish at the American Express that missed the cut the following week, but then a T20 and a T28 in his last two events. And, you know, he's checking a ton of boxes. You look at the BTN model, um, he is 27th in this field when it comes to the, the BTN proprietary model. I like CBEZ, and uh, I'll take him there at 6,700. The irons have been good for Cbez. Doesn't hit it very far. That's going to be what holds him back here at Riv. Uh, kind of what puts him off my radar. But good short game, and the irons have definitely been trending. So, if uh, maybe he can separate himself by just being really straight off the tee, and yeah, um, well, next week we have the Mexico Vedanta Open, and you know who's going to win that? Hmm. Jake Knapp. Oh dear. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. That really I, I could stand up right now and that's what would happen. What a what a Photoshop job there by, by producer <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, that is so good. Well, he's winning it. So fire when ready. Fire when the odds go up. That's it. That's it for me. I gotta go to bed. I'm feeling very weird right now. Very weird. It's been right at two hours since I, I did the the sleep meds. Um but this was fun, Pat. It was really fun. Good, yeah. get, good DP get. on sleep meds. We should do another show like that hmm. and then have you drink on top of it and then see what happens. Oh, wow. That sounds like a... Things you shouldn't do. That we're not like, recommending. That sounds like a three-hour window in the general admission bleachers at the WM Phoenix Open. If you're in that. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Be back next week. May your screens be green. See ya. Out. <laughs>